This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, inviting you to stay tuned to hear another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the Old Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We come here Monday through Friday at the same time, bringing you that old-fashioned gospel message, how God, how Christ, how God through Christ, saves a sinner, my friend. You know, not many folks want the gospel of our Lord. Not many, but oh yes, there there's many large crowds and large churches that we see on every corner. Modern day churches, they've built large sanctuaries, huge sanctuaries. They've built athletic buildings to hold their interest in the church, but not many will have the preaching of the gospel. No, so many only desire to be patted on the back to be told by the preacher or the pastor how good a provider they are to their families and how their large gifts that they've given to the ministry, how it's been a blessing to their work, and others come to church to play ball. How sad a day, my friend, that we are living in. Yes, I can't help but think of those things, and it makes me praise the Lord when I think of how he's kept us here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast, true to his words. Yes, how we preach and teach Thus saith the Lord, and leave the results in the Lord's hand. We don't have any ball fields. We don't have any swimming pools and those things. No, if the gospel doesn't hold a sinner, nothing will, my friend. What a what a, a tragedy to be under a false impression, thinking that going to some big church where they have all those activities and have your name on that church roll, and for the preacher to tell you you all right, my friend. I tell you, it's a sad day this morning. Let others have their games in the swimming pool in the church. But I tell you one thing, my preacher friend, you'll have to give an account one day for your preaching. And the Lord may just tell you, depart from me, I never knew you. And then where will your congregation be? All of these things weigh heavily upon my heart this morning. My prayer is that not one under the sound of my voice will be deceived, no, but will face reality in coming to Christ before it's everlastingly too late. In our study in 1 Peter, we have gotten to verse 14. Let me read that verse to you. As obedient children, not fashioning ourselves, yourselves, according to the uh, former lust in your ignorance before God, b- before God deals with a sinner, before his eyes are ever open, he doesn't see anything wrong with sin. No, he's ignorant in a sense that he's a sinner. Peter says here, don't fashion yourselves according to the uh, former lust in our ignorance, but as obedient children. Now, yes, we in Christ now are the children of God. We are his own dear children, and should we dress like the world, smoke like the world, run greedily after the world, after the lust and pleasures of the world? No. What a monstrosity that would be, my friend, for a child of God. Uh, a saint of God, to be taken up with the world? No, that's not our desire. Our hearts go out to those who make uh, uh, those things. Yeah, they make uh, uh, just walk contrary to God's will. We love their soul, but we cannot be a partaker of their sin. Peter tells us to be as obedient children. Isn't that a pleasure, my friend, to see children who are obedient to their earthly parents? Yeah, yeah. 
They don't have to be watched every minute, no. If they're obedient home, they'll be obedient at school or at the playground, just as God's child is. I've known folks who went on vacation, got away from all the folks whom they've known, away from their church life, and they say, well, let's let our hair down, let's have, let's have some fun. No one will ever know back home that we uh, visited the casino. No one will ever know we played a few rounds of blackjack. No one will ever know that we stripped off on the beach there somewhere along the coast and got all sunburned. No, no one will ever know. But listen, my friend, our Lord will know. And I believe that this kind of spirit reveals what's in the heart. Just how we as parents would feel if our son or our daughter, whom we've trusted, would go behind our backs and commit such acts of sin. Just how would we feel when we found out, my friend, when we found out about it. That's not obedience. No, that's only deception to the foolish. I believe that God's child is the same, whether, whether he's at home, whether he's abroad, whether he's across the country, because, my friend, now that heart controls his actions. Did you know that? The heart is the, thorn, is the center of your life, your heart and life. That's why when the Lord gives you a new heart there in your bosom, there, there, uh, it, it, it controls your life. My friend, it controls your action. It controls your mood, your spirit. Yes, he's looking to the Lord now for grace. There's a prayer. goes up day by day. Lord, keep me from sin. But that heart's never been broken. The sinner who is merely on a profession of faith sees no harm in having a little fun, as he called it. I know folks like that. Folks who've taken the vacation over to Hawaii, and they come back, and, well, one of the things they do, some of them, they show you their pictures that they took over there while they were there and oh my friend what those what those pictures reveal lots of time what kind of a lifestyle they enjoyed while they were over there on the beach and in the in the uh, cabarets and those things oh my friend they wouldn't be caught there where their church folks know about it but that reveals to me a heart that's never been broken that that person is merely on a profession sees no harm and just having a little innocent fun as he call it and all the while, it's only sin and lust. Yes, my friend. So Peter warns us. That's one of the reasons for this, this uh, epistle. He warns us, you and me, to be steadfast. Did you ever think about that? This is God's word, my friend. He tells us to be steadfast and sure in all things. Then in verse 15, we find, But as he who hath called you is holy... So be ye holy in all manners of life. Now, my friend, isn't that plain? You say, well, I don't understand how a child of God should walk. Isn't that plain? He says, be ye holy as God is holy. He tells us, he tells us our Lord is holy. He's not, uh, my friend, he's, uh, he, he is without sin. He's our pattern. He's our example. Why will men... Uh, church people make excuses for their sin rather than admit that they're sinners and ask our Lord for keeping grace. Did you know you could just ask the Lord for keeping grace this morning? It says up there in another verse we read that we are kept. My friend, are you kept this morning? Are you rebellious uh, and, and running out of God's will? You might ought to make your calling and election sure. My friend, if you can join up with the world, if you can smoke with the world, dance with the world, run after the sins of the world, then I would have to say that I would be afraid of your conversion, of your uh, 
having been saved. I wouldn't, my friend. I wouldn't take a chance on my salvation. I would make sure. Make sure. The Bible says, make your calling and election sure. Did you know there's nothing more important than to check up on your foundation to see what sort of foundation you're resting on this morning? Is it a sandy foundation? Is it just a sinking sand there this morning when the winds come and the winds blow and all of that will wash out from me, my friend? Or are you when you fall into a sin? No, there's a lot of difference in living in sin, my friend, and following in sin. I had an old friend tell me one time, said, no, you don't have to wallow in it. My friend, are you wallowing in sin this morning? No, are you making excuses by saying, oh, preacher, you know, uh, the flesh is weak. I'm so weak. But listen, listen, my friend, I, I have little time for, the, for those, uh, that type of uh, an excuse. No. No, the world's pleasure, is, uh, those who are uh, going to uh, get hurt, God's people will always get burnt. You said when you take fire in your bosom, it'll, it'll burn you. Did you know that? And then you wonder about the chastening of our Lord, my friend. But what about God's Word? Do you have no regard for it, for the Word of God? Listen to verse 15 of First Peter. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That uh, sheds a lot more light on the subject, doesn't it? Oh, if our Lord is holy, and he is, then how much more should we be concerned about our conduct and our conversation? Have you ever paid attention to the conversation of the average group of people today sitting around? There's always that filthy talk. Not only among men, but I've been around women, where especially those who work out in the world, they seem to have the foulest mouth that I've ever heard. Yes, God's name is, uh, is, is mentioned among only in profanity, vulgarity, and my friend, jesting. And now in the day, this day, all conversation leads to some sort of a sexual slant. Our children hear these four-letter words at home and at school, and they bring them home, tell the other children. They hear their parents using such foul language. But listen, believer, the Bible tells you and me not, uh, not, that, uh, not let filthy communication come from our mouth. God says we are to be holy in all manner of conversation. Let not evil speaking be among you among you. Folks say, oh, preacher, you're old-fashioned. My friend, uh, yes. Folks have abandoned all the religionism, long, uh, all, all those things, and uh, folks have abhorred all that religionism years ago. And don't you know that we are living now in an in a enlightened age? That's what they tell me. Oh, we've just uh, done away with all that religious religionism, and we've done away with that. We're living in an enlightened age. Yes, I know we are. Our young girls are getting pregnant in junior high school. Men are living with these girls until they become pregnant. Then they abandon them. Abandon them. They never marry. Then crime and dope are running rampant in our streets because we have no home life for our families. Our children have no discipline to teach them, and so they go astray at an early age. My friend, they, if you ask me, I know how to stop all the dope and the, the drug cycles. They say we must break the cycle. Go back to our homes. Begin to teach our young children to obey uh, their parents and those who have the rule over them and put the fear of God in them. Give our school teachers and principals a little authority or, better yet, a little keen switch on those legs when they're small. Oh, I, 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 yes, I don't believe this will ever happen. I just don't believe it. But we are now dealing with a whirlwind because we've sown the wind. Our homes are gone except 
one here and one there. You say I'm old-fashioned? Yes, I admit it, for I believe God's Word from cover to cover, and uh, that's old-fashioned. It's a lamp to our feet. And for, for so long, all these so-called uh, do-gooders have taken away the authority of the home. All folks are now afraid to discipline their unruly son because he can call the law and have, and, have, and have them arrested, my friend. Yes, go back to the Bible. Ask the Lord to give you grace to sit and teach your children. Don't, don't, don't say, well, the world, this is the way the world does. No, teach them to respect you, my friend. If they never come to respect you in that home, they'll never get saved. They're just a child of hell starting out at an early age, my friend. Yes, yes, they will. Uh, to teach the child, spare, spare the rod and spoil the child. How many of our young families now today uh, are afraid to discipline their little children? But my friend, they live in front of them like hell. Folks live like hell in front of their children, don't they? And then expect the children to be little saints. No, my friend, we must teach a child. Oh, it's not our subject this morning, but we got off on it. So we, we just would like to tell you this morning that uh, we are old-fashioned because we believe in children obeying their parents. We do. I know when I was a child, if I hadn't have said yes, sir, and yes, ma'am to my mother and my dad, I'd have woke up outside somewhere. Now you say, oh, that's cruel. Yes, they say it's cruel now, but you know what it did? It made a man out of me and my brother. We, 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 yes, sir, and no, sir, no, ma'am to our mother and daddy till they died. We were grown men, and yes, sir, no, ma'am, yes, sir, and that's the way it is today. You, you teach it to a child. They don't get away from it, my friend. But, uh, oh, I, I, my friend, we need the grace of God, don't we? To live godly, yes. The Lord gives us grace to live godly, to live a holy life. And then when we uh, walk into sin, the Lord takes us out behind the woodshed and uh, teaches us how to come back to obey the Lord, asking for forgiveness. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast this morning. Wish you'd write us. Our mailing address is Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.